This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Drops it off to Vooch, he'll dunk it down. Daddy Vooch! Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. Throws up ahead to Isaac and look at the tomahawk from the Seminole. See Fasciola smiling somewhere. Now here's your host, Jake Chapman. And welcome to Magic Drive Time. We are presented by International Diamond Center. I'm your host, Jake Chapman. Monday, November 25th, the Magic out on the road for two more games tonight in Detroit. Wednesday night in Cleveland, home for Thanksgiving. Then it'll be the Toronto Raptors Friday night at Amway Center. Tough losses past Saturday to the Pacers, 111-106. The final score there, a lot of positives that night, especially from the youngins. Good stuff out of Jonathan Isaac. He was outstanding. Markel Fultz continues his his growth. He played great. Season-high nine assists for Kel that night. Mo Bamba even looked pretty good. He had a productive 21 minutes on the floor, did Mo. 9.7 boards, a couple block shots as well, but... It's going to be an uphill climb to get a few dubs until the team gets healthy. Of course, no Vooch tonight. And for the foreseeable future, you have uh, Aaron Gordon. He will should be back by the end of the week, maybe next week, but you'll be without both of them again tonight. Michael Carter-Williams, uh, no MCW tonight either. He works back, uh, working back from a hip injury. And yet still, this is a very winnable game. The Pistons have been up and down all year. They've been dealing with injuries themselves. But short of Reggie Jackson, Tony Snell, they should have their full complement Tonight, and to talk a little Pistons, we head to the hotline. James Edwards the third covers the team for the Athletic in Detroit, and he joins me tonight. James, how are you, bud? Hey, I'm good, brother. Man, how are you? I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. What's the weather like? Just make me feel a little bit more comfortable with moving down to Florida real fast. <laughs> it's actually 50 and sunny. Stop. So a nice, a, a nice light jacket does the trick. Okay. But it's not, it's not Florida weather. You made, you made the right choice. All right, all right. Very good, very good. All right, so. Blake and Derrick Rose appear to be effective and healthy. Healthy and effective. What, tell me about both of them right now, where they are just in terms of relative health out on the floor, because obviously it's a whole different team when they don't have Blake Griffin. I think everybody knows that, but I'm not sure people know when this team has Derrick Rose, it makes them a lot more dangerous. Uh, where are both of them right now in terms of relative health and, and, and effectiveness? Yeah, no, it's a good question. Rose, for the most part, has been very good when he's been on the basketball court. He's maybe had one or two bad games shooting the ball, but his efficiency has been pretty high. Most nights he stepped onto the floor. He missed six games due to a hamstring um, a few weeks ago. Uh, but he's back to the point now where he played in his first back-to-back over the weekend. I mean, there was a talk that he wouldn't play very many back-to-backs, if at all. Um, and then he played on Friday in the window against Atlanta and then in the loss Saturday to Milwaukee. So it looks like he's starting to round into form, and they found a way to be able to use, utilize him a little bit more. Obviously, on a minutes restriction, can only play about 24 to 26 minutes a night. So uh, that's a headache in itself for Dwayne Casey, who I'm sure would love to run Derek out there for 10 minute stints at times when things are tough, but he can't do that. Uh, Blake is rounding into form, I'll say. He came back on the 11th against Minnesota, struggled mightily in his first two games, first three games, really. Um, just really didn't have much lift, lateral movement didn't look good. He, as you know, Jake, knee and hamstring injury for him in one on one leg, his left leg. Um, so he's, he's lost a little mobility so far, but he looked pretty good in the Friday game in the win over Atlanta. Uh, his, deci- his decision-making made him look more at, like his athleticism was coming back. He got the ball, made quick turns, and, and really kind of looked like he found a rhythm. So I'm curious to see if that carries over to tonight because he didn't play Saturday in the second game of the back-to-back, and that's just kind of – kind of going to be the reality with him um, as they try to manage him for what they hope to have a finish line at the end of the year. But 
Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about that. That that's not obviously uh, a for sure thing. Tell me about his relationship on the floor with Drummond. Like, does it feel like this experiment could work? Um, and I'm not talking about necessarily can they win a championship together. I think probably, you know, with the Pistons, with where they are right now, making the playoffs this season is probably a very realistic, reasonable goal. The Magic are kind of in the same boat. Um, does it? Can you see it working long term or even over the course of this season, getting to those goals with Dre and Blake together, or do you expect big moves in the future? I'll say this. Andre and Blake, as a tandem, play well together. They, they utilize a 4-5 pick and roll. Blake pushes Andre. Um, it's one of the few guys kind of on the roster that Andre can, has to almost listen to because he's accomplished more than him. Yep. Um, so I, I think as a tandem, they do work. The issue is floor spacing. As you know, Like those are two bigs, two very big bigs on the floor, and Blake can obviously stretch the floor and, and create a little bit more space, but still at his core, he's going to bully you and get a basket, and Andre sometimes get lo- gets lost on what to do um, and where to move when Blake is posting up. So it's just a natural kind of misfit from a 2019 basketball perspective, but those two do play well together. And I mean, the goal for the franchise, as you know, Jake, is, is the playoffs, and they got the playoffs last year. Do I think they can do more than that? I, I don't think so. Um, but I don't think it's necessarily because those two are playing together. What else do they need, right? I mean, I I think people probably have underestimated what Reggie Jackson's absence means to that team, both within the locker room and out on the floor. Kennard's been really good this year. I think you've probably seen some some other good things. I know Galloway's played really well this year, but do they need yeah. more shooting? Do they need you know Luke Kennard to become an all-star caliber player? Like, How would they get over that hump? And I'm not just talking about making the postseason, but actually doing some damage. Health is obviously a, a, a big deal when you're talking about Blake Griffin, but what, what, could, what could put this group over the top? I mean, it's and it's kind of dumb to say because what team in the league couldn't use this, but, I mean, they need an elite wing, whether that's a two or a three. I, yeah. I, I, I've, I've, since the beginning of Luke Kennard's career, I've been kind of the one that's, wait, be patient, the kid can play, and you're starting to see that this year. I still don't think he's an all-star caliber player. I think he's a very good NBA player and has the potential to be very good. I'm still not sure he's a, a multiple-time all-star. I don't, I don't know. He's learning now how to handle blitzes and being the guy that defenses are keying in on every night, and, and it's been an adjustment for him. But, what they, they, I mean, of course, like a Bradley Beal would be perfect, or if you get like a 6'9", small forward that can play both ends. Like, that's what they need. They're a, they're a big piece away from being real contenders. And, I mean, some people can say, obviously, they need a point guard. Um, Reggie Jackson, while his absence has hurt the Pistons over those last couple of years, their season's kind of plummet, and people can say what they want about Reggie Jackson. But, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. They're a better basketball team when he's on the floor. Yeah. But yeah. if they could get an elite point guard, I, I mean, that helps too. So it's a it's the kind of the story of a team that's, that's imperfect and, and can use – what almost any team in the league that's in similar positions can use. James Edwards, my guest, covers the Pistons for the Athletic Detroit. Uh, on the Lodge, I'm going to say right now, based on what I'm hearing. The Lodge? Woodward, yeah. Uh, Woodward. Okay. All right. Is that the Lodge? I don't even know. You <laughs> no, I don't. Better than me. Yeah, no, the Lodge is, uh, I forget the number. The Lodge is the freeway, whatever. Uh, nobody cares about that. Oh, yeah, no, I'm on Woodward. Yeah, Woodward. Woodward, the <laughs> oldest highway in the country. Uh, some good some good Detroit yeah. history there for you guys. Um, all right, so, and this is a tough one, too. It's late January. They're 10 games below 500. The season is, you know, just about cooked. 
who and, and they decide they're going to blow this thing up. Who are they trading? Do you trade Blake and try to maximize what you can get back? And obviously you're going to get some apprehension from a trade partner because of Blake's injuries. Uh, or do you, you know, do you try to push the chips all in and and trade Drummond, which I can't. I mean, I would think it would make the most sense to rebuild around Andre Drummond, but I also know there's um, there's not a whole lot of options, not a whole lot of, uh, I guess, moves that you can make that would make you think within two to three years you're going to be a championship contending roster. Yeah, I'll do you one better. And this isn't sourced or anything, but just to feel the team and where their aspirations are. They have this stretch starting tonight against an Orlando Magic team that is 0-6 on the road, that is, in, that is depleted, that is uh, right now in the eighth seed. Then they go and play Charlotte twice, and then they play a struggling San Antonio, and then they play in Cleveland. They're six games below 500 with five games that they should win coming up. And if they're not able to put even the smallest of dents in that in that kind of in that hole that they dug themselves, like I think if I'm the front office, I'm contemplating doing something. If we can't win at least four of these next five games, like you're already six games below 500. Schedule's not any not going to get any easier. They have the easiest schedule in the NBA, pre-All-Star break, and the hardest post-All-Star break. Mm. Um, and they haven't capitalized on that. Obviously, injuries play a big part, but it is what it is. I mean, the thing is, Blake's contract's so big, and he was so good last year that there, you, you would imagine teams want to know that he'll be okay um, to, before they trade for that contract. I mean, everybody, you look at it and, you think Portland right away makes so much sense um, for him. But what team is trading for that if he's starting to hit that point in his career where it's not going to get any better? Um, So they got to kind of use this week where there's no back-to-backs. I would imagine Blake plays in all of them. And and if he shows that he's back and he's easing his way back, then maybe he's a little bit easier to trade, even if it's just nickels on the dime or pennies on the nickel, whatever it's called, whatever that saying goes. Um, And then Andre, I mean, he's a – from all signs, he's going to opt out of his player option and just test free agency. I know he likes Detroit and wants to stay there, but he's never really gone through the free agency process. To me, if you're not making the playoffs, there's no reason really to run this back. And I would just start fresh, see what you can get for guys that are leaving, whether that's Reggie Jackson and Andre Drummond, um, instead of them just walking, or and then see what you can get for Blake. But... Yeah, it's going to be real interesting here, and I know, as you know, Stan Van Gundy specifically didn't want to hear about must get win games in November. But there's six, like I said, there's six games five under 500 with five very winnable games ahead. And if you can't put a dent in that, why, why waste the rest of your season? Could you see that, James? I mean, if it if it went south, would they get rid of everybody, or do you think they would? You know, do you, do you keep hold on to Drummond, or or you know, bank on re-signing him? Um, I, I think he's going to get a max deal. I can't imagine you're going to get him for anything less than that. Um, and I'm sure that makes a lot of Pistons fans nervous. But w- did, could you see them blowing it up and getting rid of everybody, or would they? Do, do you think it would make more sense to trade Blake and 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 count on Drummond coming back and try to try to do a little mini rebuild around him? I mean, I personally, like I said, if it's not working, I would try to release yourself of everybody and try to just start fresh. Um, Andre Drummond is a good basketball player. I don't think you build a team around him. Um, I don't think you pay a kind of traditional center that type of money in today's game. I I think the Pistons have a chance to kind of rectify some miscues they've had over the last decade and and not do that. Um, I think Andre is a good player, but if he was on a 
like last year's Warriors team. Like I think that's a great fit for him, and he and he maximizes his his abilities. Um, I, I just don't think he's if the Pistons are banking on him being one of their best three players. I just don't know how far that gets you. Now I don't know if it's possible for them to move all these guys before the season. Like that sounds like a chore, but. I mean, maybe you – I don't know what Reggie Jackson's trade value is, especially with all the injuries and uh, kind of the the talk around him kind of that's followed him his whole career. Maybe you just keep him and let his contract evaporate off the books, um, and then you see what you can get for either Andre or Blake, if not both. James Edwards, my guest. Let's go back to tonight, uh, uh, to bring it down from the 30,000-feet Pistons view. Uh, the med- the Pistons are at their best when what is happening. Like, what are a couple keys for tonight's game specifically, James? That's good. When they're shooting the three ball, obviously any team can say that, but the Pistons are, despite their sh- their troubles, are I think second in the NBA in three point percentage and eighth in field goal of per, uh, conversion rate. So like they want a top ten offense. Um, they, they've done a good job of hitting their spacing uh, marks and and getting guys there and knocking down shots, which, which obviously wasn't the case last year. They generated the most open and wide open, like some of the most open and wide open threes in the NBA last year, but they were like 26th or 22nd or 28th in, in three-point shooting percentage. So this year it's kind of flipped. They're not getting up as many attempts, but they're far more efficient. And then defensively too. Blake, um, for his defensive limitations, moving and stuff, he's quarterbacking the defense. Communication has been a real issue with them. Just guys kind of not knowing where to be, getting lost in transition. Blake has helped with that. So if they have Blake and he's alert and, and helping guys get to their spots on defense and, and, and court, like I said, quarterbacking that defense, even though it's like the most it's an oxymoron as you can get, um, I think that's the, uh, the, the recipe success for success for them. Before you go, i got to ask you about the piece you did in October about the teal era in uh, Detroit Pistons history. The old teal jerseys from the Grand Hill era in the 90s, you did a big oral history. It was excellent. Uh, tell me about how fun Thank it you. was to write and what would, what would be something that maybe Magic fans uh, would be interested to know about that piece. Yeah, um, it was a lot of fun to write because it was a – Something I've always talked about with people, you always talk about the teal jerseys and whether you like them, if you hate them, the, the consensus is most people hated them at the time, but they've made a bit of like a resurgence with the online crowd. But to, for some reason, it just dawned on me over the summer, like, yeah, we talk a lot about these teal jerseys, but like how do the Detroit Pistons end up with teal jerseys? Like they're red, white, and blue, teals an odd color. So finding out how they settled on teal was interesting, and you, and you learn that throughout the story. Um, not to give it too much away, if you look at some of the teams during that time, the Sharks had just kind of come on the scene. Uh, the San Jose Sharks, that is. Uh, the Dolphins kind of had a teal jersey. Uh, the Carolina Panthers had a teal jersey. The Jaguars had a teal jersey. So teal was a popular color. Um, and, I mean, to me, Orlando, and I think they wear these jerseys, uh, the black Tracy McGrady era striped ones are like some of my favorite jerseys of all time. And, I mean... Uh, to me, I like the teals, but I'll always uh, hold those Orlando jerseys up in my heart. I got sixth grade. I got a, that Tracy McGrady black Orlando jersey with some black Iversons and an Orlando fitted for uh, my birthday. Stop. So there's a connection there. Attaboy. Good stuff. That's excellent. And, I mean, it's it was, it was facts. Like, I had a San Jose Sharks hat, even though I hated hockey. Uh, I had Dolphin stuff. <laughs> I had all the Hornet stuff, and I had all the Magic stuff. I mean, that was yeah, the point the in my life. For the, the colors are all that mattered at that point. But I never got into the teal 
uh, to the teal era piston stuff, probably because I grew up in Cleveland and I, didn't, I could be wearing Detroit stuff uh, at that point in my life. Right. He's James Edwards does a phenomenal job covering the Pistons. Make sure you follow him on Twitter. It's at JL Edwards III, as in the third. Thanks, James. Appreciate you. I'll see you in February when y'all come down. Thanks, buddy, man. I look forward to seeing you too, man. All right, absolutely. There he is, James Edwards, uh, here on the hotline of Magic Drive Time. Magic fans, introducing the all-new Orlando Magic City Edition. Six-game plan starting at only 99 bucks. Join us for City Nights and celebrate everything that makes Central Florida the ultimate destination. Plus, see the Magic take on six great opponents as they rep the ORL in their new City Edition uniforms. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Get your plan at orlandomagic.com slash cityplan. More Magic Drive Time when we come back right here. 96.9 The Game. When it comes to the best diamonds at the best prices in Florida, Magic fans choose International Diamond Center. It's why IDC has earned the title Exclusive Jeweler of the Orlando Magic year after year. IDC dominates the competition every day with a massive inventory of hand-selected diamonds, literally thousands of designer rings, an unparalleled selection of fashion jewelry, the guaranteed best values in America, and the strongest warranties in the jewelry industry. Learn more at shopidc.com slash gomagic, where Magic fans shop for jewelry. Show your pride for Magic above all as the Orlando Magic face the Los Angeles Lakers on Wednesday, December 11th. See the team take on LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and the rest of the Lakers during their only visit to Amway Center. You won't want to miss this matchup. Throws up ahead to Isaac and look at the tomahawk. Buy your tickets now at OrlandoMagic.com to see the Magic play the Lakers. Wednesday, December 11th. It's big games above all. At Mountain Dew, we say here's to the doers. The people who know you got to do what you got to do. Who do it big. Then do it bigger. Who don't just watch. So if there's something you want to do, here's a little advice. Grab yourself an ice-cold Mountain Dew. And get to it. That's right. Get going. Get started. Stand up. Jump up. Grab hold of it. Work it out. Grind it out. Get stoked. Get passionate. And do it. Don't ask how you should do it. Don't ask if it can be done. Because there are those who don't. And those who do. Let's do Let's do Let's do Let's do the do Aaron Gordon takes a handoff, comes down to baseline, got to the top and rammed it home. Back-to-back dunks, Orlando. This is a three-point game. Hi, this is Orlando Magic head coach Steve Clifford. Since day one, the Orlando Magic have trusted the professionals at Jewett Orthopedic Clinic to keep us in the game. We not only think they are the best orthopedic group in Orlando, we think they are the best throughout the NBA. So go where the pros go and get back in the game with Jewett Orthopedic Clinic. Jewett Orthopedic Clinic, the official team physicians for your Orlando Magic. Magic fans, are you in need of a new roof? Roof damage is not always visible from the ground. In order to make sure your roof is sealed and secure during rain and hurricane seasons, call Carol Bradford Roofing today for a free roof inspection. As the official builder of the Magic, Carol Bradford Roofing is a licensed and insured family-owned company who's been trusted for years to provide quality work and products to protect the most prized possessions under a roof, your family. To speak with a professional today, call 833-237-ROOF or visit cbroofing.com and mention the Magic to receive $500 off your new roof. Hey, Magic fans, here's a pass that always leads to a score. Buy or renew a qualifying Walt Disney World annual pass at Amway Center this season and score a free Orlando Magic Nike Swingman jersey in the color of your choice. One annual pass gets you a year of theme park magic at all four Walt Disney World parks and an Orlando Magic jersey. That's twice the magic. Visit the Orlando Magic team shop at Amway Center or orlandomagic.com slash annual pass for more information. 
I'm Robert Palmer, president of RP Funding. With home values at an all-time high, smart homeowners are using RP Funding to access their home equity now more than ever. Home equity could be the best way to finance home improvements, consolidate debt, make investments, or even large purchases. But don't use your home equity to pay closing costs. Let me pay them instead. Visit rpfunding.com or call 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634. Terms and conditions apply. See website and MLS 701 equal housing. Hey, Magic fans, when the Magic win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. The day after a Magic win, get 50% off regular menu price online orders at papajohns.com when you use the promo code MAGICWIN. That's right, celebrate a Magic win the next day with 50% off online orders at Papa John's. And don't miss a shot. Track your order live with Papa Track. Papa John's, official pizza of the Orlando Magic. Offer good online only, not valid with any other discounts, delivery fee, and taxes extra, and not subject to discount offer. This is Jonathan Isaac of the Orlando Magic. It's time to get ready for tonight's game with Magic Drive Time. Welcome back into Magic Drive Time. Jake Chapman here with you in our Magic Studios. Big thanks to James Edwards from The Athletic for joining me in that first segment, talking a little Pistons with me. Magic, uh, game number three of a four-game roadie. Still looking for that first road win of the season, and I got a good feeling about tonight. I think it might come tonight. Realize it's a tall task. Minus Nick Vucevic, minus Aaron Gordon, and going up against one of the best front lines in the NBA when Drummond and Griffin are out there. They're an absolute handful. And Drummond's been really, really good so far this year. So if you're talking about keys for tonight's game, it's got to start there. You're going to need big, solid, productive minutes from Ken Birch and from Mo Bamba. Positive sign certainly for Mo on Saturday night in Indianapolis. Look, with him, and I said this on Friday's show, he just has to relax a little bit. He needs to know that he's not going to get a quick hook, that he's going to play 20 minutes a night until Nick Vucevic comes back. Just go out there and relax and, and show everybody who you are. Um, and if you, you know, if you miss a defensive assignment or if you're out of place um, you know, I, I, on, on a play, just keep going. Just keep playing, have a short memory, and go out there and just hoop. And I thought we saw certainly some good things from Mo on Saturday night. But uh, Griffin, you know, what has made Blake Griffin, you know, sort of – step into MVP territory and make no mistake about it he was that good a player last year for that Pistons team is his playmaking Blake Griffin when he's getting up around five or six assists a night then the Pistons are very very difficult to deal with so you're going to have to get that under control a little bit you got to make sure he's not killing you with his passing because it's become a really really underrated asset and part of his game so I think that's Number one, keep Blake from a triple-double tonight, and I think you're in business. you got to keep drumming off the glass as much as you can. I think the Pistons are probably going to out-rebound you tonight, and I know the Magic can win games if they don't um, win the rebounding battle. It's just been kind of few and far between. You just can't get hammered on the glass tonight. you got to make sure you're within about five or six boards, I think, when all is said and done, and then knock down shots. I mean, Evan Fournier has been really, really good these last five or six games. You need Fournier to have another big one tonight, and I want to see Mark Markel Fultz, just like we saw on Saturday night, attacking that paint. Drummond, 13 out of his last 16 games, has had four-plus fouls. And so if you get Andre Drummond into foul trouble, if you're attacking the paint, making him make decisions and dumping off from there, and, and this is Markel Fultz mainly, but I'll I'll take it the, you know the, uh, another step further. Evan Fournier, Jonathan Isaac, get into the paint tonight, make them make business decisions, and Andre Drummond will 
get himself into foul trouble quickly because he's just so um, anxious to try to get that big block. And sometimes he can be a lot more uh, aggressive than he should be. So there's a couple keys for tonight. Magic need this one. This is a game that they should get, and they should get Wednesday's game against Cleveland as well. But uh, the Pistons are, you know, kind of a team in flux right now, 5-11 and 11 on the year. They've been dealing with injury issues. Don't let Derrick Rose kill you. Keep him out of the paint. And on the flip side, so you can get into the paint, get Andre Drummond into foul trouble. And I think that'll be a big key as well. I'll be back tomorrow with another edition of Magic Drive Time, hopefully talking about a Magic W. We're coming your way. Pre-game at 6.30, Magic Pistons at 7, right here, 96.9 The Game. When it comes to the best diamonds at the best prices in Florida, Magic fans choose International Diamond Center. It's why IDC has earned the title Exclusive Jeweler of the Orlando Magic year after year. IDC dominates the competition every day with a massive inventory of hand-selected diamonds, literally thousands of designer rings, an unparalleled selection of fashion jewelry, the guaranteed best values in America, and the strongest warranties in the jewelry industry. Learn more at shopidc.com slash gomagic, where Magic fans shop for jewelry. Be there live when the Orlando Magic take on the Houston Rockets on Friday, December 13th at Amway Center. Come see Magic above all as DJ Augustine, Jonathan Isaac, and the team battle James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and the rest of the Rockets. It's your one shot to see them in O-Town. Buy your tickets now at orlandomagic.com to see the Magic play the Rockets Friday, December 13th. You won't want to miss this big game.